Welcome to the Wealthy Coach Podcast, where I teach you how to become wealthy AF in your business, your mindset, your coaching, and your life. I'm your host, Kendra Perry. I am a former functional health coach turned online business mentor for health coaches, practitioners, and professionals. I'm here to help you grow the online business of your dreams by teaching you the strategy, the tech, and by helping you cultivate the mindset you need to be a badass health entrepreneur. I'm blunt, I'm to the point, and I'll probably drop an F-bomb or two, so fasten your seatbelts and get ready to become wealthy AF. Hello, my friend. Welcome back to the Wealthy Coach Podcast. This is episode 97, and I am your host, Kendra Perry, online business mentor for health and wellness coaches, and I'm here to help you simplify your business and blow it up simultaneously. All right. So the title of this episode, it's time to be a creator. What is that even about? So let's dive into it. So today, we're actually talking about my favorite social media platform, Instagram. And you are probably on Instagram. I find Instagram is probably the best social media platform for most health coaches, not all. It truly depends on who you're serving and where that person actually hangs out. But I typically recommend that my students are on Instagram because it has the most opportunities, the most ways to share content. And at this point, most people are on Instagram. Okay, so let's dive into this whole creator thing. So you may or may not remember, if you're kind of in the loop of things, maybe about two or three months ago, the CEO of Instagram, Adam Mazuri, made an announcement that Instagram is no longer a photo sharing app. Now, people got kind of upset about this and were very confused. I actually got a lot of DMs uh, from my followers being like, what does this mean for health coaches? What does this mean for my content? And I just want to clarify, okay? So he didn't actually say Instagram is no longer a photo sharing app. What he said is Instagram is no longer a square photo sharing app. So I don't know how long you've been on Instagram for, but originally Instagram was just for sharing photos, okay? I got on Instagram right after Facebook purchased it. I believe it was like 2014, 2015. And it was a very different vibe back then, right? Very different. It was very much Instagram in the moment, photo sharing. They had this kind of retro filters that everyone used to use. And yeah, it was a very different platform back then. Okay, obviously platforms evolved and Instagram has evolved. But what this really means is you can still share photos. It doesn't mean that you can't share photos, but as a business owner, just basic photos aren't going to work anymore. And what really matters is creative and video. Okay. So Instagram is a visual app. Okay. It's a dynamic visual app. Okay. So think of all the different ways that you can share content on Instagram. You can share stories. You can share reels. You can share static posts, right? You can share long form video, right? There's so many different ways in which you can create content for your followers, okay? So Instagram is much more dynamic now and has a lot more different ways in which you can share content than just a square photo that you took in the moment with your smartphone. And we can see that Instagram really wants to 
up the ante, shall we say, for creative on their platform, because they are actually rewarding creators in a number of ways. For example, a couple months ago, they started paying certain creators to go live. If you went live within a certain amount of times, you could actually make $500. I don't actually know if they're still doing that, but that was something a few months ago. They've started paying certain creators for creating reels. They also allow followers who are joining live video to actually buy, I can't remember what they're called, but some sort of credit. So you can actually buy a credit and that will actually go to the creator who is performing the live. So there's all these different features coming out for creators right now, right? So that really tells us that Instagram wants us to go live. They want us to make reels and they want us to be more dynamic with our content. Now, why is this? So there's a lot of different reasons why Instagram might be doing this, but the primary reason is clearly to keep people on the app. That is the goal of every single social media platform is that they want people to stay on the app, right? They want people to be addicted. They want people to consume content because the longer they are on the app, the more opportunities that Instagram has to advertise to them, which of course is where they make their money is with advertisements. And so they need people on their app in order to consume ads, click on ads, make purchases, opt-in so that the advertisers pay Instagram, right? Okay, so what does this mean for creativity? Well, it means that the bar for creativity is very high, okay? It's very high. And I've noticed that over the past, you know, six to 12 months, but I'm really noticing it now that the bar for creative is really high and the people who are doing really well on Instagram have very very well done creative, meaning that their visual is very good. Their video is very good. Now, what does that mean for health coaches, right? Because we are not necessarily creators, right? We are not designers, but what it does mean is your creative does matter and it matters just as much as the text of your post. Okay. Very, very important. Okay. So what doesn't work on Instagram anymore for most people, obviously there are always outliers and some people do still get traction from these types of posts, but it's that photo shot image with the long for caption. So it's that beautiful photo of you that you took with a photographer and you have this long form caption underneath it. Now, a year or two ago, that's what I was doing. If you scroll down my Instagram feed and you go back to maybe a year or more ago, that's what you'll find. You will see images of me that were taken by a professional photographer with a long form caption, okay? Now, I don't do those anymore for the most part, and it's because I noticed that those weren't really getting traction anymore, okay? A big part of that is because a share, which is a form of engagement when people share your posts to their stories, is one of the most high quality forms of engagement, right? Because not only does someone think your post is good enough to share with their audience, but by the action of doing that, it actually gets your post in front of other people that you probably wouldn't otherwise have access to. And is someone ever going to share a image of your face or you looking cute in a park? No right? No offense to you, no offense to me, but people aren't typically going to share that even if they think the caption is really great, right? Like look at what you see people actually sharing. It's typically quotes, stuff like that, okay? So that doesn't really work anymore on Instagram for most people. The other thing that's not really working are kind of simple and boring quotes, okay? So what is working right now, reels still work, right? They're more competitive now, more people are using them, so they're not getting the traction that they used to, but they still work. 
Instagram is still competing with TikTok. Therefore, they are still pushing reels, okay? Carousel posts. So those are the ones that are typically educational where you swipe left and there's like 10 slides and you can read a little bit more on each slide. Those do really well. I actually find personally that those work really well for my account. You have to figure out what works for your account. And what does work well, again, is shareable content. And I find shareable content tends to be things that really resonate with your audience, things where they're like, oh my God, that's me. Something that might shift a belief, something that is shifting a limiting belief, something that might be a little bit more polarizing, not necessarily like the very obvious polarizing things in our world right now, but just maybe something polarizing in your industry. So for example, if you're a weight loss coach, maybe speaking to how you don't agree with like the calories in calories out philosophy and speaking to that. And that might be really polarizing in your industry because people think that that's the only way to lose weight. So that's what I mean when I say polarizing, but that is something that people will share. Also content that you might be taking a stand on. And again, it should be relevant to your niche, to your industry. Okay. So you might be thinking, well, Kendra, I'm not a designer. My design skills suck. And I hear you. I'm in the same boat, right? I'm not a great designer. Sometimes, I mean, I love Canva. I use Canva all the time. Sometimes I hit it out of the park and sometimes I really crush design, but it's not based on any expertise. It's literally just feels like a fluke because sometimes I'm like, wow, that's awesome. And then other times I create something and I'm like, that's a piece of and I don't know how to make it better. Okay. So the good news is you don't have to do the design. You can hire a designer. And I highly, highly recommend this. If you are using Instagram, not only because this is going to free up a ton of more time in your schedule. Okay. But it is also going to help you do better on Instagram. And if you are taking the time to create content for social media, you might as well get some traction from it. Okay. And the good news is it's not expensive to hire a designer. I know many people who are paying designers maybe one or two dollars a post. Okay. And if you're posting, what I typically recommend is people post to their feed three to four times a week. So let's say you're posting four times a week. There's four weeks in a month that is 16 posts. And imagine you are spending, let's say, two dollars for that post. I can't do math, but I'm pretty sure that's $32 a month, right? Okay. And the reason why you can get these so cheap is by outsourcing to different countries that have where the exchange rate goes quite well for the money, right? US or Canadian dollars, right? And these people can be incredibly talented and that money is actually, it's good money for them, okay? And so it is really easy to get a designer and not pay a shitload of money for them, okay? Now, the platform that I love, and I will add this to the show notes for this episode, is Upwork.com. I use that for all my outsourcing. I have found amazing contractors on that site. I have found some duds. Just know that anytime you start to hire people, you're going to get some duds. And don't use that as an excuse to not hire. Because typically what I see is people are like, well, I hired this one person and it was a bad experience. I just don't want to do that anymore. I can't tell you how many bad people I've hired. <laughs> I've hired so many contractors who weren't good fits. It's not an excuse not to hire. It's just a part of the process, okay? Because you truly can't know if someone's a good fit until you actually work with them, okay? So be okay with the fact that it may not work out with someone and you may have to look for someone else, okay? But you can go to Upwork.com, you can post a job and you can find someone in your budget, okay? So this is how I do my content and you might be wondering, and I post a lot of content. I'm actually gonna be reducing the amount of content I post to Instagram. I think I've done, I'm doing a little bit too much, but I post a lot. I post every single day and I post multiple times a day. And people are always like, 
Kendra, how do you create so much content? Well, it's because I'm not doing it all myself. All I do is I write my content. That's it. That's it. And then it gets passed on to a designer and then it gets passed on for someone who schedules it for me. Okay. So it's very easy for me to sit down and write all my content for a month in about half a day and do all the reels that I need for a month in about half a day. Okay. So I do it all in a day. Sometimes I take a little bit more. It depends on my focus, but it doesn't take me more than two days to do a month worth of content. Okay. So essentially what you do is you sit down and this is a great thing about having someone like a designer is that it actually keeps you accountable, right? Because you are going to set up with this designer the date for which you're going to have the content for them. I find it works best if I do everything at once for the month, right? And then I can just pass it along. That's called batching content. It doesn't work for everyone. I love it. You can do something like chunk, chunk it out, right? Maybe you go in and you spend maybe over a week, you spend a couple, an hour just brainstorming posts, right? Looking at analytics, figuring out what type of content you're going to make. And then maybe the next day you do, you know, part of the content and the next day you do part of the content. You can do it that way as well. You have to really figure out what works for you. Okay. But essentially you're going to come up with a date. You're going to say, okay, by the 15th of the month, I'm going to have all the content for you for the following month. Okay. So that means you have a deadline and that can be really good at holding you accountable, which helps you be more consistent with your content. Right. And then they're going to design it. And then they're either going to pass it back to you for scheduling, or hopefully you can send that to a VA. Social media scheduling is something that everyone needs to outsource. It is not something you should be doing. If you're doing it, stop. Okay. That will free up a couple hours a month in your schedule. And it's incredibly cheap to hire that out, right? It does not require a skill, right? Anyone can do it. Okay. Outsource that. Okay. But what you need to know first, because when we talk about outsourcing, the biggest reason why you're not going to be happy with a contractor is because you didn't actually set them up for success, right? And I did this often early on because I was hiring people all the time early on and I wasn't giving them enough direction. And I was essentially wanting them to read my mind. Okay. Not good. If they can't read your mind, you are the boss. You need to tell them what to do and give them the direction. Okay. So you need to know what your brand colors are. You need to know what your fonts are and you need to have a general idea of your brand identity. This will help the designer know how to create the content. The other thing I would recommend is figuring out what type of content that you are going to post. So I, right now I'm posting a high volume of carousel posts. Those work seem to work quite well for my account. And so if you're going to do carousel posts, go onto your explore page, essentially the little search button at the bottom of your Instagram and find other carousel designs that you like, right? You can find ones that you like that you think kind of vibe with your brand and you can pass that along to the designer. So you can send them like three to four examples so they get an idea. And what I would do is I would have them send you some samples, right? Just have them do a couple posts send them back to you, maybe two to five posts or something like that, send them back to you and then give them very specific and detailed feedback, right? What do you like? What do you not like? And don't be afraid to say, I don't like these, right? And if you don't like them, you need to give them better direction, okay? Until you kind of come up with, you know, a general feel and a vibe of your carousels. And then at that point, you can have them kind of go and run with it, right? And so, Again, if you're using Instagram, I highly recommend a designer because again, the bar for creative is really high. And if you're not a designer, if you don't have those skills, then just outsource it. And it actually will really help you with your content. Okay. I see this, my sort of prediction, and I'm not a social media expert, meaning that I'm not an Instagram expert. I know a lot about social media. I study it. I 
look at the trends. I analyze my own analytics. So I would say, you know, I have a lot of expertise for social media, uh, specifically Instagram, but I am not a bonafide Instagram expert. Okay. But my prediction is that this is just going to become more true and 2022 will truly be likely the year of the creator. So it's time to become a creator. And I want you to do that without wasting all your time trying to create new and interesting content. Okay. All right. That is all I have for you today. If you like this episode and you want to support me, the most amazing way that you can do this is to write me a five-star review on iTunes. It helps get me in front of more people. It is the most amazing free way that you can support the work that I do. If you don't know how to do that, you can just go to the show notes for this episode. And that is kendraperry.net forward slash episode 97. One word, kendraperry.net slash episode 97. We do have a couple tutorials. It's very easy if you have an iPhone. If you're on Android, you actually have to do it on desktop. But I would highly so much appreciate that. And then if you are listening on your smartphone right now, take a screenshot, share it to your Instagram stories, write down your biggest take home, make sure to tag me at Kendra Perry Inc. That's at Kendra Perry Inc. And I will see that I will get a little notification that you did that. And I will send you a personal message and thank you. And I would love to meet you in Instagram DMs. All right. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I will see you next Monday, same time, same place where I help you become wealthy AF.